0: You can catch Ask Warty live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at AskWardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ask Warty. I've got our trusted friend here today, Kombucha scoby. Have you seen one of these before? This is the mother culture that allows you to make this bubbly, delicious, probiotic fermented beverage called kombucha. And what happens is you start making kombucha. This is our uh, two and a half gallon ceramic container that's always making kombucha. And the SCOBY, the mother culture, grows and grows and grows. And if you don't divide it, split it, share it, you'll soon be overrun. So that's what we're talking about today, is how to divide your kombucha scoby. Uh, we will get to that in just a moment. Let me first welcome you to Ask Wardy. This is the weekly show where I answer your questions about traditional cooking. Listen to the end to find out how to submit your own. If you're following along today on video, um, you will find all the links below this video. If you're on Facebook Live with me, hello, and Millie is right there in the comments pasting links as we go live. No matter what, you have AskWorthy.tv as your reference. If this gets interrupted, you need to bookmark it, share it later, whatnot. Go to AskWorthy.tv and look for episode 83 because everything I'm showing today will be documented there in print along with the video and audio recordings. As you're coming on live, if you're live, please share your first name, where you're from, and what you're sipping on today. And I'd love to know if anybody's sipping on kombucha today. That would be a great thrill. Um, I am. I poured myself a mug of kombucha. Love it. All right. So let's get into today's episode. This is a question that comes from Elaine, and I'll read it to you directly. She says, Wardy, would you consider talking about how to deal with the kombucha SCOBY? It's right there. It'd help to see how you divide it, etc. I have the continuous brew system. This is it. And Mildred, as she's named her SCOBY, has just about taken over. And then Elaine says, shouldn't have named her. Now it's hard to think about doing away with any part of her. Oh, no. <laughs> Too funny, Elaine. All right. So, Elaine, you're in a pickle. And... Um, I know, Mildred, promise Mildred is not gonna have any hurt feelings um, or feel badly about anything that's gonna happen today. So the thing is is that Scobies do take over and so we're gonna talk about how to divide them the best way. There's actually two ways to divide and one of them works better than the other, although, well I should say one of them is easier than the other, but you'll find down the road or maybe soon that you wanna consider the second way as well. So we're gonna talk about both of those, okay? I do want to pause for a moment before I actually share how to divide and talk about what kombucha is and what the SCOBY is. As I showed you, this is the SCOBY. It's a the mother culture that makes your kombucha. Doesn't it look funny? I mean, you'd imagine this like a sea creature, like you'd find it at the bottom of the sea when, or when you're scuba diving. And it's shiny and uh, soft, and it could have raggedy edges. Um, it can be light white cream colored to brownish orange, Um, it can have speckles in it, as long as it doesn't have any fuzzy growth and all the variations I've mentioned um, are normal. In fact, if you compare your SCOBY with somebody else's, you'll find that they're different um, in certain ways and there's everybody's SCOBY looks a little bit different. They also expand to fit the size of your container. So here's mine, see how wide it is? It's just about as wide as this um, dinner plate, kind of like what you'd expect a cake to be. And we actually started this brew system with three scobies that were about this wide, like three inches wide, three to four inches wide. And we floated them at the top for our first batch in this um, brew system and batch after batch, they have grown and fused together and expanded so it's now as wide as the container if you were making your kombucha in a quart size jar you would have a disc that is the width that is the um, diameter of your jar so that's just how it works now this sk- the kombucha so the scoby is the mother culture this is similar to apple cider vinegar where you, where people say if you're going to purchase your raw apple cider vinegar make sure it contains the mother well the mother of apple cider vinegar looks different um, another example would be Uh, Dairy kefir. The mother culture for dairy kefir are those um, cauliflower-like spongy clumps that we call the dairy kefir grains that you put in milk and remove for the next batch. Well, that's how the SCOBY works. It's a mother culture, and to make kombucha, you put this mother culture in sweet tea, and then give it time to ferment. And what happens is that this SCOBY—it's an acronym—symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast. So SCOBY, um, the beneficial organisms in this, the bacteria and yeast, they're good for you. They're going to consume the sugar, the, the, whatever the sweetened source is in your tea, they're going to consume that and produce beneficial acids and gases, and the gases will create your um, your bubbly drink, okay? So there's going to be bubbles. And after a week or two, when the sweetness is reduced in your kombucha, you pour off the liquid and... Um, You can either drink it straight away or you can put it into bottles with like dried fruit or other flavorings and do a second fermentation so it adds additional flavor. It can make it more bubbly. We do this all the time. And your SCOBY stays in your vessel and you add more sweet tea and repeat the process. So that is how you use a SCOBY with sweet tea to create kombucha. The um, sweetness is greatly reduced because the sweetener was the food source for your SCOBY. Does that all make sense, everyone? And you've got wonderful beneficial acids, probiotics for your gut, and it tastes amazing. Um, it's, it's like an alternative to soda. Uh, although you'll, you'll find, and I've discussed this um, in other places, you'll find that at 3 to 4 to $5 a bottle, if you really love kombucha, you'll soon turn to making it yourself, as Elaine has, as we have, because it can get really expensive if you're purchasing it. Okay, so that's a little bit about the scoby, a little bit about the kombucha. Now let's talk about why, why and when you might divide your scoby. So as I said, you'll find as you're making your kombucha that the is gonna grow. And what happens is, if you can see on this one, it's light on top, see that white layer on top? And it's darker underneath, and it's dripping. Um, the whitish layer on top is the new growth. So as the SCOBY eats the sugar it's going to grow and it grows on top and it puts new growth in lighter layers on top and then the, the, the layers that are getting older are shifting to the bottom because there's more coming on top and they're darkening up. So you can tell what's old, you can tell what's new by the color. And Um, It thickens up, and if you just let it thicken up, pretty soon you're going to be not producing as good of kombucha. You're not going to have a good ratio of SCOBY to tea. Um, You're not going to be making as much kombucha because the SCOBY, if it gets super thick, is just going to be taking up a ton of room. So to keep your kombucha good tasting, efficiently brewing, and also to produce a good amount of kombucha, you want to make sure to keep your SCOBY pared down. Elaine said hers is taking over. We've been there too. Um, And what I look for really is if the SCOBY is getting to be more than an inch, then we peel, or I I just gave away the punchline. You wanna keep it to an inch or less, okay? So you're dividing when it gets to be more than an inch, okay? And when you divide, you can share with a friend. Um, You can feed to your animals. We have a lesson in our dehydrating e-course inside traditional cooking school to make kombucha um, like fruit leather. You can dehydrate it into a chewy, fun fruit leather. I forget what all I've said. Uh, You can compost it. You can put it in what's called a SCOBY hotel, which is just like a gallon-sized jar that you've devoted to uh, extra scobies, And you just have a little bit of liquid there to keep them all hydrated. And if you look below this video or at the show notes, askwardy.tv, episode 83, I have instructions for you on creating a SCOBY hotel. I'm not gonna talk about that now. So to keep your kombucha brewing efficient and whatnot, you wanna pare this down when it gets to be thicker than an inch. So now let's talk about how to do that. There's two ways. Um, The easiest way is to peel, okay? This may look soft, but it is tough. Okay, and it easily comes apart in horizontal layers, but if you were to cut into it, it's gonna resist cutting. Doesn't mean it can't be done, but the easiest way really is to peel. So um, I would peel off horizontally the part that I wanna keep and the bottom part, the older part, is what I would share with a friend or put in a SCOBY hotel or feed to animals or dehydrate or put in the compost, all of which are great uses for your SCOBY. Um, then this would go, the part that I'm keeping, would go back into my container. Another thing that might happen is if you are making, like, say, a gallon of kombucha at a time um, and you want to increase the volume, wait till your SCOBY grows <clears throat> thick enough and then split it, divide it, and um, now you have enough for two-gallon jars. In, at our home, we go through um, phases. Sometimes we drink a lot of kombucha, sometimes we drink less, and when we first started out we increased our uh, volume to doing seven gallons at a time and we had seven gallon uh, glass jars on the counter making kombucha it was we were in heaven it was kombucha land (laughs) now we do our two and a half and by the way this is a continuous brew system and i have a review for you and instructions for you if you go to askwardy.tv look for episode 83 or look below this video Okay, so that's how you divide the kombucha scoby the easiest way. Now, let's say that you have a really wide diameter one, like I've got, um, and you wanna put it in a smaller container or your friend has a smaller diameter container, well, then you can cut. And here's what you need to know about that. You can cut it, but you need a very sharp knife. If your knife is dull, it's just going to resist and not cut easily, so make sure you sharpen your knife put this on a cutting board and then cut it into strips or wedges or whatever um, shape you need. Your knife just needs to be very, very sharp. So you can do it both ways. Really to wrap up by giving you links. So if you go to askwardy.tv, look for episode 83 or below this video, I've got some links for you. Uh, The first one is that I have a free gift for you. If you haven't already checked out Um, our fermentation guide. We are big fermenters here. We love to consume sauerkraut and pickles old-fashioned way, um, kombucha, other fermented beverages, salsa and relishes, and we just ferment all kinds of things. And so I put together a guide for you. It's actually a cheat sheet. It's the fermenting formulas cheat sheet and allows you to use like the ingredients you have and to choose what you want to make. And the cheat sheet tells you you need you know, like let's say you're making a salsa, you need this many chopped up vegetables, this much salt, this much starter culture, and oftentimes it's optional uh, for a quart-sized jar and you let it ferment for so many days. So it's, it's going to give you formulas for all kinds of ferments, whether you're making a relish, a kraut, a beverage, um, a salsa, or whatnot. So you can get that by following the link with this video or go to tradcookschool.com slash ferment sheet, where ferment sheet is one word. Um, Again, the link will be below this video. If you haven't already grabbed that, please do. It's my free gift to you. Other links for you. um, First of all, just how to make kombucha in general. Have a great recipe for you. Uh, My family sweetens our kombucha with honey um, because even though the organisms are um, consuming the sugar It doesn't consume it all the way, and so we want to ensure that we're having the most healthful sweetener that's left so we don't prefer white sugar. And if we were on gaps or a gut healing diet, oftentimes honey is an allowable sweetener. So we use honey to ferment our kombucha, but you can use anything, and the the formula there that's at the recipe will walk you through that and tell you how to do uh, your own homemade kombucha If you're interested in a continuous brew system like this, I have a complete review of this one from Get Kombucha. So be sure to click that link that's with this video or at the show notes. Um, This is a continuous brew system, which means most people use it. So they brew a large amount of kombucha and there's a tap here. So you can constantly pour off, you know, you just fill your glass and drink it. We don't use it that way because um, there's... We like to ferment it fully to reduce the sweetener as as far as we like to the taste we like. Then we decant it into bottles and second ferment it, if that makes sense. The point of all that really is that we don't want to have super sweet kombucha. So we just do, this allows us to do a big batch of it in a smaller space. And do a whole bunch of second ferments so i have that review for you whether you're using the continuous brew to have it on tap all the time or whether you use it like we do to do a large amount of it um, it's a great great uh, system and, and a beautiful container too so with that check out that review um and how to create a scoby hotel that's right so if you don't have compost you don't have a friend who needs your extra scobies um, or whatnot and you just want to keep some backups just put these in a scoby hotel and we have we have um a formula for you to do that there the how to's the ins and outs of doing that okay thanks everyone so much for being here i hope this has been helpful to show you um, the easiest way to divide your kombucha scoby elaine now you know how Let me know if you have any questions, anyone. You can either comment below this video or you can go to the show notes at askwardy.tv. Episode 83 is what you look for, and you can leave your comments or questions there. Um, If you want to leave a a question for a future episode of Ask Wardy, I would love to answer your question. So you can uh, message me on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, just go to my business page. And send a message there and be sure to say it's for Ask Warty. But also you can send me an email, Warty, W-A-R-D-E-E, at askwarty.tv and give me your questions. Okay? So thanks, everyone. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Okay? And in the meantime, if you haven't had enough of this, all the archives, all the notes that you can print, bookmark, and share, we love sharing, are at askwardy.tv All right? Bye-bye. God bless you all. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me, at TradCookSchool, with your question and use the hashtag AskWarty or send an email to warty at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash TradCookSchool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop,